as we're closing up this series, I want to kind of pull all of us in together, especially it's been a couple weeks since we've been together, and maybe you've forgotten what we've been talking about. And so this series block party, we've been saying that we've got something to celebrate, and we've got a message to share. And anytime you're putting on a block party or doing something like that, those are one of those two reasons why you're, you're putting that on. And so that's the truth for us, is that we've got something to celebrate, and we've got something, a message to share with our community. And so what we've done over the last couple of weeks is we've tried to help us kind of pull us all together and say, it's important for us to, number one, to know our story, to know the story of how God's changed you, what God has done in your life. And so hopefully for some of you, you've never thought along those lines before. You've never thought about the fact that you have a story. And so hopefully you've, you've started to think through that a little bit. Maybe in your small group, you've been talking about that together of what that looks like. We also said that you've got to, we've got to know our neighbor, right? We've got to know who our neighbor is. And we, we defined our neighbor as anybody that God brings across our path. And so knowing our neighbor, and then once we know those two things, we've got to know what our mission is. We've got to know what it is that we're called to do, and that share our story with our neighbor, that person that God's bringing across our path. And so that's what we've been talking about as, as part of this series. Now, Two weeks ago, we, um, we gave a strategy of how we can go about reaching people and, and serving others. And so Tyler mentioned that at the outset, it's called BLESS. You guys, the, the BLESS strategy is an acronym that stands for Begin With Prayer. To pray and ask God to reveal who it is that he wants us to, to serve. That we listen, that as we come across, that God brings that person across our path, we're listening to them, we're, we're hearing from them and their story and what they've gone through and you're trying to develop that relationship. And the, the third part is eat. We get a chance to eat together. And that includes Starbucks and other things where you're just, the, the goal is to build a relationship with that person that you're trying to invest in. And then we serve them. We look for some opportunity, some way that we can put our faith into action and we can serve them. And by doing that, share the love of Jesus. And then we finish up by sharing our story. You get a chance, they're, they're like, why, why are you doing this? What's the deal? And you get to tell them because God has changed my life. Let me tell you the story of what God has done in me. And so that's the strategy that we've, that we've been talking about. And so we did create a, a website, westchurch.com slash WRC block party. And so we ch- we've been challenging you, hey, as, as there's somebody that you're sharing your story with, or you're serving somebody, a neighbor, you're blessing somebody. There's, there's an opportunity that God has brought before you and you're taking advantage of that and you're serving that person. We want to know about that. So if you're sharing your story with somebody, maybe it's the first time you've ever done it and you're scared to death, but you take a step and you share your faith. Like we want to hear that. What did you say and, and who was the person you shared it with and what did that look like and what, how did they respond to you? And then if you're blessing somebody, if you see a need and an opportunity and you're stepping into that and you're meeting that opportunity or meeting that need or you're serving that person, we want you to share that with us. And so over the last couple of weeks, some of you guys have, have started to do that. And so I want to take just a minute and, and read a couple of the ones that we've gotten in so far. And, um, and maybe especially if you're like, well, I don't really know what this looks like. Maybe this will give you an idea of, of what we're talking about. So I love this first one. I love the fact that we're you know, we challenge for you students, but it's for leaders too. And so this first one is a leader, Ashley. And we love Ashley and Ashley's in the room and her girls are in the room, right? She says, my father remarried and it was hard for me. His wife then became addicted to meth. 
Not really funny. I went two years without talking to him, but God just kept pulling at me and pulling at me to fix the broken bridge. So then things started to take shape. My stepmother entered rehab and she needed someone in her corner to make sure she stayed sober once she was out. I felt as if God had put me on her path to help her. It's now three months later and she watches my sons when I work. She calls me when she feels the struggles that send her to the drugs before because she knows that I'll listen and show her God's grace and compassion when everyone else around her was condemning her. We are never out of reach of God's hand, so that's, why, that's what I try to show her. But if it wasn't for God, I never would have had the strength to make amends and have a relationship with her, a, a person I never would have seen as my neighbor. I love that. I love that, Ashley. Thank you so much for sharing that. It's cool to see that God, and we said, yeah. We said sometimes God may bring that neighbor across your path that you would never really want to, to speak to or, or wouldn't think that you would really hang out with. And, um, and that's cool that Ashley took advantage of that. So then I love uh, Lizzie sending her, her story just of how God's changed her. And here's what she says. She says, when I was little, I didn't grow up in, ha- in a house that was centered around Christ. I knew of God by going to church with my cousin or going to my grandmother's house but I never, would, I never understood how to pray or what a real relationship with Christ looked like. I thought it was normal until I was in middle school and a friend invited me to Westridge my sixth grade year. I went a couple times and listened to other people share how amazing God was. But in my eighth grade year, I got caught up in the wrong crowd of friends and they pushed me away from God. And it didn't worry me until I started going back to church. So at the end of my eighth grade year, I had the opportunity to go to Rush and Rush absolutely rocked my whole world. I asked Christ into my heart and was baptized. And ever since then, I've been able to grow in my relationship and understand the full meaning of having a relationship with God. And then she even says, I still am the only person in my house who's a believer. So, very cool, Lizzie. She goes on talking about how she's gotten involved in first impression and she's serving with special needs kids through Breakaway. And it's awesome, Lizzie, to see how God is changing your life and you've got a story to tell. And that's awesome. And then Tyler, here's what Tyler says. He says, God's given me an opportunity to meet people in Hiram who are homeless. I've met three Hispanic families and had an opportunity to give them Starbucks water and pray with them. God put them across my path and it was amazing. They were all really kind. All three families I saw at separate times had no husband or father and they and they were different women and children. The most recent family I prayed to give someone a Bible and God showed me this family with a woman named Mariana who had just gotten out of the hospital. I prayed with her and gave her a Bible. It was so cool. God was glorified. I'm praying I get to see these three families again and get to know them better and get to help them more. So awesome, Tyler. So, Man, that's awesome that you guys are starting to take advantage of that and just serve people and, um, and sharing your story and taking advantage of those opportunities that God gives you. And that's what it looks like of us just, it's, it's a way of life. It's who God's called us to be. And so what I wanna encourage you guys to do, we're gonna leave that, that link up, that WRC block party. Uh, you guys, if you don't mind putting that back on the screen real quick, but we're gonna leave that up all year long. And so here's what we wanna challenge you guys to do. As as you begin to serve people, as you begin to bless somebody else, as you're sharing your story with the neighbor that God's brought across your path, we want to we know about that. 
And so whenever that happens over the course of this year, just go to that website, tell us what's happened, what you've been doing, and, um, and not, to, not to brag in any way or, you know, so you, know, you get some public recognition or any of that kind of stuff, but just so we can celebrate together that God is using us to impact the people in our community. And that's what we want to be all about. So you, maybe you, you sit there and you ask, what's, why is this so important? Like what, what really is the big, such a big deal? What, what, do I, what should I expect to happen if I take steps like this? And here's what, here's what I believe that we're on the verge of. We've been talking about how there's 14,000 just teenagers within a 10 mile radius of this church who don't know Jesus. That doesn't include your mom or your dad or family members or teachers or other adults that God may bring across your path that you have an opportunity to minister to. But you think about how there is a rescue mission that's all around us. And I believe that God is gonna pull so many incredible stories over the course of this year because you and I choose to take action. Because you and I choose to get off of the sidelines and step into the game and to do something about the hopelessness that's in our community. And we put our faith in action and we, I believe that there's gonna be friends of yours that right now may, they may laugh about the idea of God. That God's gonna use you to share your story and your faith with them. And there may be some of your friends over the course of this year that are gonna put their faith and trust in Jesus as their savior. I believe that there's gonna be needs right now that exist in our own community that God is gonna bring people across your path and he's gonna call you to do something about it. And as you courageously step out and say, God, I'm scared to death, but I'm gonna do something about it. I believe that God's gonna show up and God's gonna move in power. And every single week as we get together, it could be an opportunity for us to go, hey, we got another story. Hey, let's t- let, let me tell you something else that happened. And you're sharing it in your small groups and we're celebrating it in here together because God is at work and God is inviting you and me to be a part of it. And when Paul says this in Colossians 1.6, I think this is true of, of us. He says, this same good news that came to you is going out all over the world. It's bearing fruit everywhere by changing lives just as it changed your lives from the day you first heard and understood the truth about God's wonderful grace. See, if God is at work in our community, and he is, and God is inviting you and me to be a part of it, then how could we say no to that? What could there possibly be that we could say, no, God, you know what, I I think I'd much rather do this. Like what could be more powerful? What could be a greater opportunity for you and I to make our lives about than that? That God is at work and he's saying, I'm inviting you to be a part of this. And I can use you in ways that you right now may think are impossible. And as I bring neighbors across your path, I'm gonna give you the words to say and give you the power to accomplish what I want you to do. And lives are gonna be changed because of it. And that's something that we ought to get excited about. Something that really, really should, should fire us up. Now here's the deal. Is, is there going to be opposition to that? Probably. Are there going to be difficult moments where we may get mocked and made fun of? That's, that's probably going to happen. 
May there be those, maybe those situations where you have friends that turn their back on you and walk out on you because of the way that you're trying to live, maybe. But man, if, if God is with us and God is empowering us to accomplish the things that he's put before us, then how can we fail? How could we possibly fail in this work that God's called us to accomplish? Now, here's what I want to do as we close tonight. We, we want to get you started, all right? Maybe some of you are still like, you know, I don't really know really where to, where to begin. I don't know where to start. Maybe you're still kind of praying through and figuring out, I don't, I don't, I'm not really sure who to bless. I'm not really sure like what action I could take or, or you know, maybe God's given me that person, but I'm not really sure what to do about it. And so we're going to, we gave some stuff away a little bit earlier. We're going to do that again, but it's going to be a little bit of a different, different thing. So I mentioned a couple weeks ago, I'm going to come down here. I mentioned a couple weeks ago that you know, when we talk about the whole eat thing, right? That your, maybe your greatest opportunity may be your own cafeteria during your lunch break. And I don't know what your school looks like and, you know, where you have to sit and, you know, you just kind of pick and choose. But I've been in a lot of your cafeterias before and I've, I've kind of seen lunch hour and things like that. And I, I know that there's a lot of students that are kind of sitting over by themselves. There's a lot of opportunities for, for you guys to take action. And so what I want to do first is is give somebody, one of you, who's willing just to, to step up and take action, that we're going to put $10 on your account at school. And we're going we're gonna to invite you and challenge you. You're not just taking this to like, hey, we're paying for your lunch next week. But for you to say, hey, I'm going to use that money to, to buy somebody's lunch during my lunch break. So if you say, hey, count me in. I've been looking for an opportunity to do something. Maybe I, even, I can even think of that person that I, could, that I could serve and that I could bless in that way. And you say, count me in, I want to do that. All right, I saw your hand first. What's your name? Julia. Julia. All right, so Julia, I'm going to give you a magic ticket. It's a very magic ticket, so don't lose it. So if you will give that to Lauren Marshall at the next steps table after the service, and she'll get your information and we'll do that for you. All right, and so as you do that, like we want to know you know, what happened, all right? So go to that website, tell us what happened, and, um, and just who knows what God has in store, all right? Cool, thank you for doing that. All right, now, how many of you guys high schoolers you drive, right? All right, so I'm coming more over into this area. So gas is a big deal, right? Maybe especially if you're paying for your own gas, mom and dad are like, hey, if you want to drive, you're, you're paying for your own gas, and so I would imagine there's probably some students on your high school campus that maybe, you know, money for gas is a big deal. And so we got a $25 Shell gift card that um, is not to put money in gas in your own car, but for you as an opportunity to say, I want to I bless somebody. And maybe there's multiple people. I don't know if you, it means you stand at the Shell pump and as people come in, you just go, hey, buddy, let me, let me buy your gas. Or maybe you just use that as an opportunity to do that. All right, I saw your hand. What's your name? What is it? Sierra. Sierra. All right, Sierra, $25, Shell, go buy some people some gas. All right, and then tell us about it, okay? All right, last thing I'm going to give away. How many of you guys like Stars and Strikes? Whatever. You got a hot date Friday night, and you're, you're inviting that girl to Stars and Strikes. Hey, have your mom drop you off at 7. I'll meet you there. So 
This is not for that hot date that you want to have, all right? So guys, and probably more guys, don't look at this as an opportunity to, you know, to pick up a hot chick. This is one-hour bowling with shoe rental, $30 game card, two passes for bumper cars. This is, a, this is an opportunity for two just to hang out together, all right? And this is probably a situation where you've got a relationship already. You know, if you're inviting some random person you don't know, hey, you want to come to Stars and Strikes with me? They might, that might have the opposite effect. So maybe it's somebody that you know, but this is a chance. Maybe you say, I want to I develop that relationship just so I can get to know them a little bit more so that I can share my story with them and what God's doing. All right. I see two guys on the back row. This isn't for you guys like to go on a, on a hangout together or anything, right? All right. What's your name, bro? Clayton. All right. So... This isn't for you and like your buddies to go hang out, right? This is for you as God brings somebody across your path. This is an opportunity for you to bless them and serve them and get to know them. Cool? All right. And then tell us about it. All right? So here's the deal. Maybe, maybe for some of you that gives you, you know, a little bit of, of an idea of potential opportunities for you to serve other people. Hopefully it at least gets you started in terms of just thinking, man, what are, some, what are just some simple ways, some practical things? Because God is bringing people across our path every single day. And sometimes we're just not aware of it. And so what we're going to do is we're going to continue to sing. In just a few minutes, we're going we're gonna to celebrate with some baptisms. And just believing that this, again, this is not just a series we do for a few weeks. And then it goes away and we forget about it. This is who we are. All right, reckless. This is who we are. And the way that we love people and what we believe and how we live should demonstrate who God is. It should be what we're all about. It should be a way of life for us. And I'm telling you, listen, if we would take this seriously, if we would see the mission field that God has put all around us and the opportunities that he is providing for us, and we will just say, God, count me in. I want to be a part of this. Then we will see stories of transformation, of God doing things in the lives of our friends and classmates and other people and family members that we don't think right now may even be possible. And so let's pray together. And as we continue to worship, continue to, to sing together, let's just do that with just an understanding expectation. God, I want to be a part of your work. God, thank you that you've invited me to be a part of the work that's all around me. God, count me in. I want to be a part of this. Let's pray together. God, we love you. God, we thank you for who you are. Thank you that you are a God who sees the needs in our community. God, you know the students all across our high school campuses who are depressed, who are suicidal. God, you see the outbreak of divorce and the dysfunction in our families. God, you see the epidemic of drugs and alcohol abuse and students who are making their lives about so many other things, thinking that it's gonna bring satisfaction. And yet you see it all and you know that it's you and you alone that can bring life to them. God, you are at work. You are moving and working to help them understand the hope that you offer. And you have invited us to be a part of it. God, I pray that we would not look at that with anything else than a a complete privilege. 
and that we would jump on board and we would say, God, may we just serve other people. Would you bring those people across our path? God, may you help us to to bless them, to serve them, to share our story with them and to watch what you can do. So God, would you write some incredible stories this year for those of us that choose to say, God, count me in. Thank you for what you're doing. We believe that great things are yet to come and we thank you for that. In Jesus' name, amen.